0: another exciting episode of Rick's Horror Movie Review Show that's Rick's rated R Horror Movie Review Show where we review all things related to horror horror movies horror TV shows horror documentaries horror primetime specials horror video games horror primetime specials from the 1990s featuring Barbara Walters and Hugh Downs because we absolutely love that shit but if I'm honest with you there's a very special yeah, yeah. type of horror that I really, really yeah. enjoy, and that's horror that deals with the Catholic Church and demonic possession. Why? I don't know. I just fucking like that. I also like zombie movies, though. Zombie movies are fun. But I don't like zombies that run; those are too scary. I actually don't like the zombies that just kind of crawl and just want to eat your brains. Those are my favorite ones. Which is, of course. Aliens are a tough subject, I don't know about that one But maybe we'll review an alien movie soon Anyway, welcome back to our show And this is our second episode of the year And it's a special one Because we have a guest tonight Wow, we are the Mess podcast Steve Geezy, is it Geezy or is it Geezy? Steve,
1: how are you? How you doing, Rick? I'm glad to be here, and I'm glad to break down this movie with you today, my friend.
0: I appreciate that. Hey, listen, thank you so much for being here, and thank you for reaching out. This is my first time doing this, so awesome, congratulations to me.
1: Uh, I will want to shout you out, because like I said, uh, I think you end up following my show first and stuff, and so I try to, you know, show follows me, and so I try to dabble, see what they're into, and you got some good stuff, man, so uh, well, props to I've seen your work, uh, listened to some episodes and stuff like that. Killing it, man. Love it. The feeling is
0: mutual. I have also listened to your shows. You guys are uh, you definitely all kinds of crazy topics. It's really funny and interesting stuff. It seems like you tackle everything. I mean, you do a lot yeah, of sports. So. You do a lot of, uh, I mean, social commentary. You get into social issues. Like You were just talking about Jeffrey Epstein not too long ago. So you do everything yourself.
1: Whatever's is going on in the world, we try to talk about it. There are obviously, you know, subjects we stay off of just for the fact that the news that's going around, we try to make more light of it than anything. Obviously, we already know there's more bigger things going on in the world that are pretty bad, but we stay off those. We want to keep it fun. We want to keep it, you know, everybody laughing and stuff like that. We'll cover sports, trending topics, just out of control things that all happens around the world. And we are the mess that's the podcast that we do with my co host, Big JR. Um, the title in itself is an explanation of what we are, is because we, we'll get all these stories. We're scrambled all over the place and we jump from this to that and it's a mess. So
0: Yeah, you definitely, you guys are like really interesting shit going on all the time. But, you know, I want to start off with asking you, I guess, a question. I, I ask myself this question all the time why, why a podcast? Why did you decide to do a podcast?
1: You know, honestly, um, I, I, you know, I think about that too sometimes is like, why, why? Cause there's so many other things that I, when it comes to like networking, social media, stuff like that, like, why did I pick this? And it honestly happened with uh, me and my co-host, me and him, we game all the time. We're around each other all the time and people have to listen to the bullshit that we say together and stuff. (laughs) We will be, and it mainly came up from gaming. Uh, we'll be playing video games like Call of Duty or something like that. Intense battle going on. Everybody's calling out, making these comms and stuff like that. Meanwhile, me and Junior are arguing of how to properly roast a pig on a skewer, and we're just arguing about that while everybody's flipping out. Like we need covering fire. <laughs> you don't shove it through his ass and out the mouth. You gotta fucking just like <laughs> it's all over the place, man. So because of that, like. My wife, she games with us a lot. The things that we argue about, we won't even pay attention to the game. <laughs> but we're playing it at the same time. And she just, she's the one that kind of brought it up. Like, you guys should start a podcast and, you know, have your arguments so everybody else can hear these. And at the time, I was like, nah. You know what I mean? Because just because you're funny with your friends and stuff doesn't mean you're funny all the time. You know what I mean? What we find funny, we didn't think it was. So sure. I, I kind of pressed it off. And actually, Junior was the one who kind of was like, let's give it a shot. Let's try it. So we did it. We tried it. And I absolutely loved it, man. It was fun. The connection we get with people and the comments and stuff like that, the engagement and all that stuff, it's been super cool and fun. So I've actually taken off with it and you know, plan to keep going with it and seeing how far it goes from there. But I mean, honestly, starting the podcast just came, like I said, just from people hearing the bullshit that we say in our different opinions because me and him are like best friends, yeah. but we're total opposites in opinions when it comes to just anything. I don't even know how we're friends, honestly. <laughs> he's, he's <laughs> stupid shit in the world, so I don't. Know.
0: That's really you were absolutely right. Like, I mean, just from listening, like the one right off the top of my head right now, oh, we should have talked about this before. Now you're on the hot seat. No, I'm kidding. Um, <laughs> you said something, and then Big Junior's like, "Oh, bro, you you're low." Oh, I think you were like. Oh, I'm tired all the time. And Big Junior's like, bro, your are testosterone flow. Like, and, and I mean, it's just all the time, all this kind of crazy stuff. And your, your reaction to that is it's just clear. It's like, what? My testosterone. And by the way, this yes, is all oh, on the air. You
1: could, yeah. It blows my mind this man tries to be a doctor. Yeah. It's it just like immediately like, oh, this is what. It, and he claims to be a medical expert because he has helped me. One time on an injury on the field that we work in, yeah. And ever since then, he just thinks he's fucking Doctor Junior and shit. He knows everything about it, and like he's so full of shit, man. I can't fucking. I
0: don't know. I mean, he was certain. I was convinced. Your testosterone was low. I was like, yeah, absolutely. That sounds right to me.
1: Anything only because he keeps the straightest face when he tells you stuff, and you don't know what the fuck to believe but i'll tell you what don't trust a man who wants to fucking pump his arms full of steroids for no absolute reason
0: at all <laughs> which by the way is another one of the things that you talk about in your show we are the mess podcast you have another one of the episodes where you're like oh um there's a clip of you saying well it's not a clip it's obviously it's a whole full show but in one of these episodes you talk about his uh, his steroid addiction what's that about so tell
2: us
1: more this, this guy, and by the
0: way, they can listen to this, but just a little glimpse of what you guys were talking about. Yeah, yeah, yeah,
1: so they, they he hits me up because he he's a I would say gym head. He don't go to the gym. He has like his own little setup at home. Yeah, he so he's I, he's a gym head. He works out all the time, but he's one of those guys that just wants to just continuously just get ripped, get buff, and stuff like that. I don't go to the gym. I'm not dedicated to it. I'm not whatever. You know, what I mean, I I go to work. 10, 12 hours a day, I come home, I'm good. Hits me up. All right, so I'm going to try this new thing. We're going to be trying steroids. And first of all, I'm like, we're going to we? <laughs> be trying steroids. Why? what do you mean, we? Well, I thought we could try it together. No, I don't want to try steroids with you together. It, they're all fine. I forgot what fucking Russian company he got them from. But I'm like, dude, you're not gonna... why don't you just try it? And I wouldn't, so we argued about that. And so he ended up doing it himself. And he tried it, and instantly, I think he had the worst pain in his leg that he thought he was going to have it get amputated. And I said, sir, is right, you fuckface? So he doesn't, he, it's, I would say it's an addiction, but he has an addiction to just, con- he's just, like I said, a gym head. He wants to yeah. constantly get ripped. He wants to get fucking jacked. And the only way you're going to do that is if, you know, just keep working out. You don't have to fucking pump yourself full of steroids, so, especially from another country. taking they- <laughs>
0: What is that? You know, we talked about uh, why you started the podcast, but what have you found the most challenging aspect of your podcast day so far?
1: Scheduling. Scheduling. Just making sure that, you know, we can stay loyal to the podcast scheduling because um, I I had a guest on not too long ago. His name was Kyle J. Vigil. He hosts another podcast himself, 49er related and stuff like that. And he was actually telling me, you know, oh, what episode are we doing? I was like, oh, you're going to be episode 21. And he, like, congratulated me on there. He said, not a lot of podcasts make it to that point because people, the scheduling, they're not happy with the results and stuff like that. And I'm just like, you know, if you really like doing this, keep doing it. Just keep going. You're not going to get the results you want right away. You're not going to get, you know, you're not going to blow up. Nobody's Joe Rogan right off the bat, man. You got to stay loyal to the content. Joe gotta, Rogan
0: get, wasn't Joe Rogan right off the bat. You know?
1: Yeah, exactly. And just like, yeah, stay loyal to the content. Stay loyal to the schedule. Just stay committed to keep pumping it out, even if your views are so low. For I would, I would even say months. Even like, give it a cup, give it an honest couple years. You know what I mean? To really go out there because there's an audience for everything. You just gotta find it. I agree. Absolutely. Everyone, you can make a podcast about crocheting and if you find the right folks that like doing that shit, you're going to have yourself an off-the-wall podcast. So. They
0: will find it. They will find it. Um,
1: for us, like I said, it's just scheduling. That's the hardest part about it is just making sure because Junior's constantly out of town, out of state for work and stuff like that. So we, we try to do our best and we have, I would say, done our best to stay loyal and committed to the content for weekly episodes, bonus episodes and such. Um, But I would say that's the biggest thing about the podcast when it comes to the difficulties of it. Other than that, man, I love it. I love the stuff we do and, you know, the engagement with the people that we, you know, that, you know, that we connect with and stuff that people who like, like the show even give us their own opinions on that. Like, yo, Jr's a fucking idiot for saying that. Or <laughs> I think you're wrong, but I was just like, we love that shit. I mean, that's what yeah. podcasts are about. You, you throw out your own opinion on things, you get it back and see how people react to it and stuff like that. And it's, it's cool. I've never been on a, a platform of this such before. So I'm, I'm really riding with it. And like I said, I have no indications of really stopping. I love to go for it. So,
0: that's awesome. Yeah. Uh helpful advice for all uh, the uh four people mm-hmm. that uh, that listen to me. Thank you so much for that. Uh I guarantee four listens from this for yourself. So. Uh anyway, so you mentioned something Big Junior being out of town. So give me your uh, ideal or I guess your your dream five guests for when uh when Big Junior is out of town. Who would those be?
1: Like anybody
0: like. anybody. It could be uh, you know, I don't know, whatever. It
1: right off the Batman, Gordon Ramsay. Yeah. But- I love Gordon Ramsay. Me and my wife will watch Kitchen Nightmares, Hell's Kitchen, and we've watched all the episodes to the point now where we'll just watch the collabs where he just goes in people's kitchens and just fucking tears them apart. And just, you know, <laughs> we love that man. We'll we'll watch. We'll eat dinner to that. <laughs> it's okay. it's
0: fun. He's fun. Yeah, absolutely. I totally.
1: Man, man. And, uh, I think it'd be kind of awesome to get him on a show and just kind of pick his brain of like just things that, you know, we've never seen happen that he had to cut and stuff like that and everything. Gordon Ramsay, definitely an ideal guest for that. Um, and honestly, if I had to pick another, it's honestly just randoms. You never know who you're going to meet. You yeah. know what I mean? Um, when The past guests that I have had, though, has just been like family members and stuff like that. Yeah. My wife started a show once. Uh, like I said, I finally collabed with... Uh, another podcast on my show and that was pretty cool and i got to know him some more and stuff and we still connect and still plan on you know doing more episodes together but the most i find it more interesting um to just have just like the randomest people on there if i can get the most randomest people on there because like i said you never know who you're gonna meet whose opinion is different or something and i that's what our show is based off of is based off on like opposite opinions like i said with me and junior we are Total opposites when it comes to things, and I feel like that's what makes the show is two different opinions colliding for one. And I would I would say that would be kind of like my ideal. But celebrity wise, I gotta go. Gordon Ramsay, man, that is the man. Or no, one more celebrity, Chris Hansen. Chris, Hansen.
0: Oh, Chris from, Hansen from the Chris Hansen from the what is it? The Catch a Predator. Yeah, Predator <laughs>
1: man. Oh man, I I've seen those videos so many times, and I just can't <laughs> stop watching them. I love them, man. The shock factor, everything is awesome. Did he
0: have a show? On, is, he, is he podcasting? now? Like I don't know what happened. that
1: And his podcast is uh, one of his favorite catchphrases is uh, Take a Seat with Chris Hansen. Oh. Um And then uh, he did do another show called Takedown, which is To Catch a Predator, just a different name. And it's so funny because in the Takedown show, because Chris Hansen so famous for what he did or what he does, everybody that he catches, as soon as they catch him, he's like,
2: Fuck, I already know who you are,
1: dude. Fuck. Ah. Chris Hanson, man, he, said he started uh, that big genre. that, And what he's actually inspired is YouTube vigilante type people to kind of come on. And do. if you YouTube this stuff, you'll see people doing this all over the place. And yes. It's awesome. Um, favorite one I want to shout out is DAP Daz Against Predators, because they go above and beyond what Chris Hansen do. They will invite these people to public places. And then just call them out in the public p- place, and they start running out of the or speed walking out of the uh, the <laughs> mall or wherever they're at, and they have crowds walking with them, and, and it's p- man, it's as served. It's good. Uh, they're not on YouTube anymore. Oh. They've, guidelines are too strict or whatever. Uh, but,
2: um, okay, yeah, I figured. Yeah.
1: Those guys were good. They were good catchers and stuff. And like I said, they, they never, they did get visible with a couple people sometimes, just because they got their hands put on them first. Yeah, most of the time. All they're doing is exposing. You know what I mean? It's just all about the exposure and stuff like that. So I'm, uh, really, into stuff. I'm really into stuff like that's that. That's cool.
0: So. Hey, why not? You know, so if you're out there listening and you're interested in being a co-host, a special guest on We Are The Mess podcast, uh, what's your instant gram or or the, the kids like to say, the tic-tics or all your social media? Yeah, that stuff. Right? So
1: yeah, the Instagram. We Are The Mess podcast um, at Instagram. We're more active there. We have recently started a TikTok. Uh-huh. Um but we're not pushing for the social following on that. Yeah. It's more to kind of just get the clips out there, help promote it and stuff like that. Because TikTok is another one of those sensitive sites where you could lose your account instantly. So with the shit we say, we don't expect to have it long, but you know what I mean? It's out there. Um, but basically the only social we got is we are the mess podcast at Instagram. We haven't, we're mainly in audio. We're on Spotify, Amazon music, uh, Apple, Apple, apple music iHeartRadio, pandora um but we're mainly an audio podcast so far we haven't dabbled into the vid- video this is actually
0: my first video oh congratulations <laughs> no <I'm kidding. laughs> no. And, uh, no no well hey you know people get to see you now yeah.
1: Yeah.
2: We'll see all you four know. people
0: as i mentioned all four pe- i guarantee four views so that's a guarantee mm-hmm. And, and none of them are mine in different devices, by the way. The four actual human beings that are not me will watch this. <laughs> <laughs> hey,
1: maybe we'll break a record now. We'll
0: yeah, maybe on. five, maybe five. Uh, you know what? I want to go back to the things that you discuss on We Are The Man's podcast. I already mentioned the steroid stuff, but there's also interesting things. Again, you touch everything. You do movie rants. One of the things that I found really funny with the spicy chip talk. Why? I don't no. know. It just seems like such a... Ah, like, it, it, not, why didn't somebody talk about the spicy chip stuff before or, or these conversations that you have with big junior just, I don't know. They're hilarious to me personally. What is your favorite thing to talk about on your show? If you, th- if you have that.
1: So honestly, um, we've been asked this before and my favorite kind of I topic. Never.
0: That's, about, I just came up with this question. How, how can somebody, <laughs> how, <laughs> uh,
1: we, my favorite kind of things to talk about, honestly, is like the personal stories, yeah. stuff that we kind of went through and stuff like that. I just recently had an episode where I had told a story about in my younger days, how I got drunk at a bar and tried to join a biker gang. Nice. Um, and then there was another one where uh, you know, Junior told a story about one of his travels where he got played by a bunch of strippers. Ah, uh,
0: yes, them. yes, yes.
1: I feel like those are just like, you know what I mean? Nobody knows about them. They're not news related. Right. So we kind of dabble into like the things that happen to us and stuff. Those are my favorite topics and stuff. Um, the news, the trends and me and Junior going big back and forth on that, on anything going outside. It's just like a plus, uh, like our biggest controversial topic, I would say that is re- entertainment related. This man has not watched Breaking Bad at all, and he will refuse to watch Breaking Bad <clears throat> because what? he says it's too too much hype. Too much hype, and I keep telling him the hype. It's not hyped enough as much as Whoa. it's. Oh, if I could ever unwatch a show, yeah, and rewatch it for that shock factor, it'd be Breaking Bad.
0: That's insane. Huh.
1: You know what it. though? I,
0: I gotta say this. Um, you know, I have a confession to make now. I no no no, no 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 no. I've seen Breaking Bad. I've seen Breaking Bad. I have a confession about a show that people say the exact same thing, but I've never seen Game of Thrones.
1: Oh i'm there with you have you seen that so when it was super hyped i would say close to the end of the it's go yeah everybody was like get on game of thrones exactly so i was like all right i'll get on it yeah i think i got through three seasons but man like medieval lore type things and so it's just not my thing
2: ah
1: like, those, like breaking bad narcos uh what was another one that was uh ozarts and stuff ozarts. oh that's a
0: good one too oh that oh. one finishes soon i think last season i love,
1: love crime based shows where it's like you know how they got uh, nypd or uh the other crime cop shows where, CSI, crime whatever. shows where it's from the you know the criminal side like ozart was he's a you know he's laundering money uh breaking bad he's cooking meth narcos you know the cartel stuff that happened out there with pablo escobar and all that stuff i love shows like that and especially uh like i said when i say crime related from the criminal another one not cartel related but dexter i don't know if you've seen that one no you never seen dexter so he's a serial killer that kills serial killers
0: oh dexter yeah ah, yeah, 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 yeah i mean i i have seen some of the seasons not all of them and they just did a they just did a new season not too long
2: ago right yeah
1: that one yet just because it came out of left field for me i just haven't had the chance to check it out um but that one was good and the most recent show that we watched that was kind of crazy that we into is the yellow jackets um, um i don't know if you the more of, of the flies but yeah yep, definitely. That one. People is eating people oh
0: flesh. yeah mm-hmm. that happens now. you know that sounds uh horrific hey I had another question for you yep you listen to the show, and so you know that around here, I am not a fan of slashers. I don't know why. I don't like them. But I have a question for you: Do you like slashers?
1: I dabble in slashers. Yeah, it's not my go-to. Yeah, I'll watch. Them. You'll watch them. I will tell you this, though: my wife and her sister yeah. are hardcore slasher fans. Really? Their favorite movie is Scream. They love. Uh...
0: Awful, totally they're, awful.
1: They're, they're one of those that, like, if they don't know what to watch, they'll put scream on. Really? Yeah. Halloween, uh, Michael Myers one, stuff like that. Um, for me, it's, like, it's not my go to, but I will watch slashers. There are some that I kind of enjoy. You know what I mean? They're, I, I wouldn't say they're all bad. Um, there was a horror movie that came out that was not really slasher related, but it involved people killing people. Uh, called the strangers Mm. that one was good because it had a sense of like a it just gave you the real sense of like horror of being stalked by somebody and stuff like that and that one was uh when it when it kind of sets the tone for a movie of stuff like that i mean that's that's awesome to me that's that's why i enjoy it if you're a slasher movie you gotta set the tone and make me really feel like i'm being stalked or watched or something like that so those are, my, those are my go-to kind of slasher type things, but like I said, they watch Scream and Halloween and stuff like crazy. I'll watch it too.
0: <laughs> you buy, you watch it by association. Okay, whatever. You, you tolerate it and uh, it's not like here where I absolutely, I don't know. Ah, but anyway, um, hate
1: it. You hit it all around. You just can't stand it,
0: huh? I, I really can't. I just, I just find them to be so like, oh my god, you're gonna be dumb again. It's like, oh, oh Jesus, god. you know, really.
1: I, I, A lot of slasher movies, like I mean, the kill scenes are pretty much every other kill scene in other slashes. Somebody's being chased. They fall or they make the wrong turn.
0: And, uh, that's it. Uh, and I can't stand it. I mean, they, and it's funny because I, I think those are the things that people are really uh, drawn to. Those, those things, like the slasher elements, I did an episode on all that shit, but like not knowing who the killer is, you know, like the one character who's just, I don't know, smarter than the rest of the characters or I, I I don't know. I don't know. It just doesn't do it for me. Um, I have another question. Last question uh, on this Mm -hmm. subject, but, um, actually, no, a couple more. (laughs) (laughs) What are your five worst I'm talking about, wow, these are my five best horror films, but what are your five worst that you've seen that you've wasted hours of your life watching?
1: let me pull this up for you cuz i didn't make this. Yeah. I'm gonna start at number 5 and this is more recent and this is what got me into your show. Okay. Nights at Freddys. Oh, terrible, man. Yeah. It, you know what when you gave your breakdown of that what you liked and disliked yeah. about the same the effects of it were cool. That movie had a lot of potential to really cuz you said you didn't play the games, right? You don't know the lore. I, play I briefly. played briefly. I know the lore a little bit because I used to watch one of my favorite streamers play that game. So I kind of was forced the lore onto me and stuff like that.
2: Yeah.
1: Man, that movie was fucking trash. <laughs> um, it, and you know what? It made records. It did. Stuff, you know what? It only made that money because of the name of the movie, the The brand itself sold. Hey, and it was terrible. It was so bad. The, the, I just, Oh God, it's, it was just fucking terrible. And like I said, I, it had potential. It the effects that they used and stuff like that in that mm-hmm. movie. It had the potential to really be rated R and give the audience what they wanted. They yeah, wanted yeah, animals. Yes, yes, yes. We saw what a chick's shadow get bit in half. That was- <laughs> God, that was free on Peacock.
2: Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh...
1: All right. So number four, the Cloverfield paradox.
0: Ooh, the Cloverfield paradox.
1: Well, I like Cloverfield, the first found footage one. Yeah. I like the second one, 10 Cloverfield Lane, just because that one was like a kind of eerie feeling of what's happening with kind of people while this is going on over here. Yeah. Cloverfield paradox was just a fucking matrix, just everything, everything. Look at this, honey, you animated, I love it. Yes, it's, that one was just like, it It just made me think too much. And I was just like, you, "Just show me a giant fucking monster, please. That's why you have Cloverfield. And show me a fucking monster, man. They didn't do it. So, yeah. Cloverfield. Maradona. Maradona. Number three. Maybe a little controversial, but I'm actually going to go through my... When we did our Halloween special, I gave my top three worst movies. So here's the top three. Right. Coming from that. It Chapter Two. <gasps> I know you had Pennywise on the
0: show one time. So yeah, really yeah, you call. know what, I, I'm i going to, hopefully he doesn't call yeah. in, but hopefully.
1: So, It Chapter 2, the acting, everything, awesome, phenomenal, Bill Hader, all that shit. They oh, you're blue. talking about the new ones? Yes, the new ones. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha.
0: You feel the uh, same way about the old one? Did you ever watch the
1: old one? almost classic. Uh, ah,
0: it's, fascinating. It's
1: a fan stands out to me, even though when I watch it now, very low budget.
0: Totally, very, it's a TV yeah. movie.
1: I saw it as a kid and it will always hold that terror to me as a kid. That's why it still stands. But it chapter two, the the whole movie like affects everything. So good. What kills this movie for me is at the end where they bully this fucking clown. And that's it. That's all (laughs) they had to do. All they had to do was just throw this guy in a fucking gaming lobby of call of duty. And the movie would have been over. He'd have been dead because there's so much shit being said on that. As soon as you put your headphones onto that, it's that movie. I, it just, it t- I mean, I get Stephen King wrote it in a certain way, but like, you gotta have something else different. You can't just call them names and that was it. You know what I mean? So yeah.
0: I, I, yeah. I can, I can see you now, like, the anger you were experiencing as that was happening on screen.
1: Oh, man. Like, it was good. And then once it happened, I just, it was one of those scenes where it's just like he just sat in a theater, and just like, nah, there's a secret ending coming soon. He stole. that was just fake or something. Like, no, nothing happened. um number two you might agree with this one halloween now not saying all halloween the most recent ones that came out yeah halloween kills and halloween ends so this is where i was telling you i have an example of when you say you're making a movie and your character is supposed to be a certain character follow that script you know what i mean don't go outside the box michael myers is a human being right he's a slasher he's a killer um so yeah we we're supposed to okay so that's who he is that's what's happening this guy took a it took on an entire town one-on-one and beat the entire town he even got shot in that fight <laughs> and, he and then the the next one halloween ends now we're talking about possessions isn't he a normal fucking dude so then the, they just go in crazy, now. They start adding. All They're snaps. not following
0: yeah. their own logic. They're throwing too much at you. Huh?
1: Yeah, so I was just like, I can't. The f- I will say the first one that they came out the the remade 2018 one where it's just Halloween. Yes, yeah. like, that's good. I like that one. People that really
0: one, like that one, right? That's the Rob that one, Zombie one.
1: It, no, the uh, it's it's just Halloween. It's supposed to all other Halloweens don't exist. This remade one that happened in 2018 was it, it was basically part one to part two of halloween kills and then part three halloween ends uh, where he escapes the mental hospital and stuff like that that was good and it's set up for halloween kills because at the end of that one you think okay they're gonna make another one and like i said it was it was really good i enjoyed the first remake reboot whatever it was mm-hmm. um, i enjoyed it a lot but in that first one but the second one, they just went crazy, man. Now all of a sudden, he's got superpowers, super strength, <laughs> taking bullets. He's fighting like in the town, just staring at everybody, watching him take them on one by one. Thousands of people are not going to just jump him and swarm him and tear him apart <laughs> like his pants would. You know what I mean, Mikey? Oh, you can't stop him. It's Mikey. I, I get it. It's a movie. No, no, he he's just,
0: you know, what's funny, he's a star and people, people are drawn to that kind of shit, like, they want him to be successful, and it's, like yeah, they definitely. probably, people who like those movies probably love that shit, I don't know, sorry.
1: It, it was it's just too far-fetched for yeah. me, man, yeah, number one.
0: Alright, number one, All right.
1: Uh, Kind of hard for me to pronounce, but it's a place in New York called Poughkeepsie Tapes. Ooh reason why this is my number one is because this one was so bad it actually made me mad it was bad it made me mad that it tricked me into watching this piece of shit movie it, the trailer for it is intense i don't know if you've seen it or heard of it no. google or youtube pukup tapes i might be saying that wrong pukipsy tapes and tell me this trailer doesn't like blow your mind shit! crazy movie
2: it says it was like banned in
1: certain countries and this and that and blah blah. And it's essentially some. It's essentially a movie that kind of tries to be like a documentary in a sense of yeah. this killer. And they find his tapes of all his killings, yeah. and they play the torturous clips and stuff like that. That movie was the biggest piece of shit that I've oh, yeah. ever seen.
0: Wait, say and that name I, again. Say, say the name of the movie again.
1: Okay. Kipsy tapes. Hmm. It's Puk- it's a real place called Poughkeepsie, new york it's in the east coast gotcha uh, but it, i i'm i was so angry that i got tricked into watching that that trailer was such clickbait and i remember telling because i seen it on tiktok i seen it came up as like underrated movies to watch mm-hmm. and it came up my wife i was like we got to watch this this thing looks fucking crazy and the trailer gave her so much anxiety that she was like i can't watch that you gotta go in first and let me know if it's <laughs> so i was like all right and i watched this thing by myself oh my god man. it was <laughs> fucking dog shit it was so bad it was so bad the killing scenes are terrible the acting is fucking <laughs> atrocious it's just like it's like they made two separate things. They made the shitty
0: movie and an awesome trailer. It's fucking terrible. Dude. That movie is garbage. My number one worst movie. Poopissy tapes. Wow, well, look at that! Top five worst movies with We Are the Mess. G Z with We Are the Mess podcast. Top five worst movies you've seen. Okay, so I want to ask you one last thing. So, if I am uh, the, one of the four people that listens to the show and I want to listen to your show, which episode should I start with?
1: honestly for new people that come into the show i would honestly recommend just listening to the most recent episode if you new. like it listen to the next most recent episode if you like it listen to the next most recent episode if you really like the show at that point start at number one because obviously us being at episode number one we still got first day jitters we're still kind of new to things and. I mean, if you like the show at that point, it's more funny listening to us kind of like, um, am just trying to get show.
0: <laughs> the yeah. groin pains.
1: Yeah. I mean, our first podcast episode, we, yeah. you know it's our first podcast episode. It would be exactly how you expect people new to the scene would be. But for new people, I would say start at the most recent. If you like it, just keep diving deeper. And then once you like us enough the first episode will be funny enough to like listen to these jackasses man.
2: I, uh that's that's the best thing i can say
1: about it I, I i always try to push because our uh obviously first episodes have the most views because that's where people want to start at right and i really feel like we're in our prime right now we're doing we're locked into what we are and what we're about and what we want to get out there our first episode is more we're just starting out baby steps man so yeah that's one okay
0: them. cool so tell me again your your handle Instagram. where do i find you
1: we are the mess podcast you can catch us on there and there we have a link to all your streaming platforms wherever you guys listen to you know whatever i'm pretty sure we got them all covered if we don't i've never heard of it so. <laughs> spotify pandora amazon music apple music uh, iHeartRadio, stuff like that you're everywhere we're everywhere. You're everywhere. On, no YouTube yet. TikTok, but I'm only posting clips on there. Uh, like I said, not heavily pushing the social following on TikTok.
2: If yeah. you
1: want to follow, you can. You know, there's nothing saying you can't. But like I said, we're more active on Instagram. If you want to follow the show, listen to us. We recommend following us on Instagram.
0: Cool. And reach out to you there if you want to be a special guest host or special guest appearance on your show as well, right? The,
1: what, what was that one more time?
0: uh if anybody like you know you have a big big juniors out of town sometimes reach out to you on your instagram if they ever want, yeah. want
1: to audio cut a little bit but yeah um, junior does take a lot of trips and stuff like that um which is like i said the hardest part of making this podcast yeah. One thing but yeah i mean like i like i told you one of my ideal guests would be just random people you know what I mean you, I, you know whoever wants to be on be on you know it's what helps the show it's what helps you i mean this is this is a good platform to kind of do things and
2: actually say what you think about things.
1: So I'm all for hearing it, even if you're wrong. I'll you know fuck <laughs> it, I'm still here to listen to you. So all right, well
0: there you go. If you are one of the I don't know, how, I listen, just follow my logic here. Don't pay attention to the math. If you are one of the 15 people, one of the four people, one of the four people that listen to us in 15 countries, reach out to Steve Jeezy and we are the Mess Podcast. If you want to be a special guest. Uh, contributor to his podcast. Cool, man. All right, start with the last episode and move your way down. All right, dude, how, about, uh, how about we get into the old uh, movie review portion of this episode? Uh, what, what do you think? You ready to go? Let's
1: fucking dive into this one. Ah, welcome to Rex Radar
0: movie reviews. Okay, so when we reached down, I thought out to you. Actually, this happened before. Before we, uh, before we agreed to to have a collaboration here, but you sent me a movie recommendation. Why did you recommend that movie to? You?
1: Because you asked for it,
0: right? I did ask for it. Hey. Uh, uh,
1: at the top of my head, I was thinking, like, what could I, you know, what? because you being a horror movie aficionado, I feel like you've seen it all. So I kind of was like, I wonder if you've seen The Crazies, reached out to you about it, and apparently you haven't. It, it, it's never crossed, this movie never crossed your platform right It wasn't even
0: on my radar. You know what the thing is, is like, it, that is one of the movies I really enjoyed that movie. I saw a shitload of movies last year. That is one of the ones that I really enjoyed. I I enjoy stuff that, that is logical and that follows, a certain, even if it's not like logical in reality, which this one is. I read a lot about, I liked the movie and then I went back and I actually researched it and they did a lot of, I mean, they, they had scientific consultants. They did a movie the way that I enjoy a movie, which it's rational. But they also follow their own movie logic. I think if I remember correctly, I don't think there was anything in there. I'm like, hey, what's this shit? That is, ira- it just causes so much anger in me. It's like, follow your own fucking movie logic, please. You know, don't violate your own laws. I just hate that. I did not feel about that. I didn't feel that way about this movie. It was a zombie movie in a different way. You told me that at the beginning. You told me it wasn't necessarily a a brain person eating zombie. I enjoyed it.
1: It's a take on zombies, but it's not the eating people kind of zombies. It's a different take on, which like I said, it's, it stands out to me. Um, my go-to movies are zombie movies, big, big zombie movie fan. Um, so for this to kind of just be a different take on zombies, I was all for it. Um, that's why it kind of stands out to me as something, like I said, different than what you would review when it comes to a zombie
0: movie. Yeah. And it's funny. You would send me the message. You're like, I know you don't like slashers. Or it's like, I, I love that. I'm like, you. this guy knows. He's listened to the show. He's recommended something that, you know, that uh, first and foremost, thank you for recommending something, but then actually taking the time to listen and not recommend me something that I'm going to hate, you know? So
1: thanks that. you get like messages me. like that? People just tell you like, do
2: uh, screen three, do screen
0: three or something. The I, I okay, so I was funny we talking about this, but I was not going to do Five Nights at Freddy's, but one of the four listeners in those 15 countries wanted uh, me to, to do Five Nights at Freddy's, and I was like, okay, well. I bought tickets actually to see it in the theater, and then I realized it was on Peacock, and I was like, oh, okay, I'll just watch it on Peacock. it's great. But yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. very. I hope you got the money
0: back. Oh god, and you know, I, I wanted to cancel my my membership uh, to Peacock <laughs> that minute, but uh, there's, there's. I am also a huge Star Trek fan, so I have to have my Star Trek. So uh, that's the only reason why I didn't cancel Peacock. So Star Trek, more Star Trek, Peacock.
2: Star
0: Trek <laughs> okay so the next thing is obviously we already talked about this this is a zombie horror film so we don't have to answer that movie but give me yours around here if you're a listener of the show we have a scale called the scary give me a you know your one to ten on this movie how many scaries would you give this movie one
1: to ten give it an eight because it follows the script of a quarantined town
0: Ooh, eight scares I
1: mean, what can happen? in an instant without anybody knowing your town getting whole taken over quarantine and not knowing what's going on. It's it stuck to that script. So it, it really sets the tone and stays with the tone of that. So that's why I, I give it a high number for sticking with its, with its uh, storyline.
0: The real life horror scenario that I feel like we all experienced, right? It's been four years since COVID, but I still remember the not having toilet paper at the, and how quickly civilization just went into chaos, you know?
1: different time that was man and it's just like it's so far it's so far behind us now that it's like it's almost hard to remember how it was and even back and even when that was all going on it was even hard to remember how normal it was at that time and yeah i mean that's a good example of like you know quarantine i mean without the I mean there was chaos in the stores like you said but like it, it really set a tone but i mean there were people out there that really thought you know Crazy, crazy, more shit was going to happen and stuff like that. So I'm sure there's people panicking, just like there was people panicking in this movie.
0: Yeah, and not one of them. Uh, by the way, I did not panic at all. I uh, did not hoard toilet paper or do any of those crazy things. Not at all.
1: Did you catch COVID at all?
0: <laughs> no. I mean, I got it. I mean, not during like the height. Eventually, I did. I think it was was it last year? It was last year, actually. Yeah. yeah
1: I caught it twice. I oh, didn't really? knew I was going to I knew I was going to catch it once. And I thought that was going to be it, but I actually caught it again, which was, like I said, when I talked about, you know, committing to the schedule of the show and stuff yeah. like that, we actually missed one week so far, and that's because I caught COVID. <sighs>
2: yeah.
0: Rough. Did you get like the worst of the symptoms, or how actually, was it?
1: Actually, the second time I caught it, I didn't know I had it. Oh, really? Nothing. No fever, no nothing, but my test kept saying positive. Oh, shit. Yeah. So I had to stay at home, um, watch movies, play video games all day. so the entire time i didn't feel anything yeah the first time i caught it terrible it because i don't get sick yeah i'm i have a pretty good immune system but i just my my i had the worst sore throat it was like swallowing glass and (laughs) and yeah the second time i caught it whatever it's it, it should just be if you catch it now just treat like a cold just fucking Put a jacket
0: on, go outside, and fucking be fine. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it definitely is different four years later, but uh, yeah, it was crazy. All right, what about uh, another one of the things that I like to tell people whether or not a movie has is a jump scare. Was the jump scare overused in this film, in your opinion?
1: On a scale of one
0: to ten, I'm going to give the jump scare a four. A four. A four because... on the scale.
1: Because it it didn't have too many jump scares, but the ones that it did set up for, I feel like were pretty predictable. You're yeah. you're silly if you don't know what's about to happen is going to happen. So the the jump scare, I mean, they're they're fine, they're good, but they're predictable.
0: Do you so, enjoy them, by the way? Do you like the jumps? Do you like the old jump scare?
1: I don't. Yeah, I won't even go to like haunted houses on Halloween. Oh, in
0: that sense, you don't like it. At like, you don't enjoy. You
1: just don't enjoy people. Mm. Like and even even then, like I said, they're predictable. Obviously, you go pay money to go in a haunted house. Yeah. For me, it's just people just constantly jumping in my face. I just can't stand it. So, um, yeah, I'm not a big jump scare fan. But in movies, I am fine with jump scares. Yeah. But this one, it's such a low uh, score for me because they're they're predictable jump scares. So it's nothing that'll I feel like won't catch you off guard. Yeah. So, not cool. Be- yeah, John can
0: handle it. I feel. Yeah, I I don't recall there being there's not many things. OK, tell me now about the things that you liked about this film, Steve.
1: So obviously, like I, like I did mention, what I love about this film is that it really sets the tone of what could go wrong and what happens when it goes wrong. Yeah. You could just live in a normal society kind of town, everything going happy and jolly. And then all of a sudden, boom, you're in a military caravan getting put who knows where where your family should sure separated
0: like potentially too right
1: yeah it's stuck to the script it's stuck to what it wanted you to think and believe um also uh and even for like an older movie like that too i don't know if you know this you probably do but it the, that movie is actually a remake of, of the crazies of 1973 which was directed by george romero at that mm-hmm, time mm-hmm. And I watched, before I actually uh, watched the movie again, I actually YouTube the trailer for the older one. Yeah, Ooh, it was terrible. <laughs> the, just the acting back then. The trailers back then, too, were just bad. They just, I feel like <laughs> they weren't just, just... The trailer just seemed, like, all over the place and stuff. And it just didn't seem... It didn't show, like, the nice effects that this movie had. Obviously, it's a more higher time in the date. You know, we have better technology, better effects and stuff. That. so i mean obviously that's why it stands out to me for these up-and-coming actors at the time timothy uh what's his name olf olfent olfent whatever
0: timothy uh, oliphant
1: oliphant yeah so he was he's a pretty known well pretty well-known man he was
0: justified at the time too when, when this movie came out he was just a
1: uh, good show too by the way yeah this. great show that's good um but yeah he was up and coming and his acting's good I and mean, it seems like a movie like i said because you haven't heard about it too much it seems like a Maybe a movie that may have been like not very well product production wise, right? Or the director of it, I uh, forget his name, it's like Brick or something like that. Mm-hmm. Very successful in his other like uh, directing things. So, um, this one, I like this movie, and what I like about it is just for the fact, like I said, it, it's all about tone for me, it's all about setting what the movie wants itself to make it to the audience. And that's why it stands out to me like that. It really sets the tone of what could happen in a quarantine type of situation. The acting for it was good. The, the effects were good. The Just the craziness of the craziness. <laughs> Not zombies, but a different take. Yeah. Man, like I said, different take on things. Is we're all for that.
0: Agree, for that. especially on this show. Give me something different. I don't want the same recycled baloney that every. I'm sorry, you know, you like the same shit all the time. That's fine. I don't like that shit. Give me something different.
1: Oh, cool. Yep,
0: anything, that. anything you you didn't like or didn't enjoy, and maybe maybe granted your gish.
1: So when uh, when it comes to movies, like I said, I watch movies and I, uh, you know, um, I watch them and expect like you know what's a movie sorry i'm trying to get the words out of my because i'm a mess i don't know this shit.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: You, try to, you understand it's a movie you realize things are far-fetched you put that in your head and just go whatever but i still find times where i'm just like Pfft.
2: like
1: <laughs> there's, uh, there's there's certain scenes that i'm just like there's no fucking way man i i guess i'm just more of a realistic guy that when i see something kind of not realistic yeah it kind of my ears uh, the scene where the man goes crazy and lights his house on fire with the family, mm-hmm. Rick. A door is not keeping me locked in a closet, especially a wooden door. <laughs> I kicked that fucking thing in, it's coming off the hinges, but they were just jiggling the handle. Like, hey, well... <laughs> yeah. I think that just kind of grinds my gears with Boo. yeah. But, Kick the fucking right, door. Right, right. Thank Don't you. You live in like a barn, like out in the country, your house ain't made of fucking stucco or titanium or anything. What? door open. Yeah. Just little things like that throughout the movie and stuff. But, you know, I see things and I'm just kind of.
0: I agree I completely agree with that Like that is To me that's part of the stuff That I call illogical Like that is not following Like that is way too outside The normal realm of You know circumstances That would happen in real life For me to like drink that Kool-Aid
1: I don't let it take away from the movie Oh like said, look at I, you You I, don't You forgive I, it I do Because like I said As long as you know The script is being followed To the tone of it and all that I can follow it Yeah I realize it's Hollywood They have to add stupid shit
2: and Oh my Oh my
1: goodness you know what I mean? A lot of movies wouldn't even exist. The killer would be dead instantly for being shot by the cops or something like that. So yeah. You got yeah, you, you have to intake stuff like that. For me, things I don't like about movies is those little intakes. But I don't <laughs> let them ruin the movie, especially wow. if the movie is going good. Yeah I really have to add some far fetched shit. Um
0: you dock points like at the end if you give it a movie a rating you're like oh i'm docking a point for that but let's move on you just completely forget it or you, you don't hold a grudge against it like it's I'll not in the back grudge, of
1: your I'll head grudge to it. i said it's gotta be really out of out of pocket for me to hold a grudge like halloween when the whole town took them on it lost me right there and the fucking score for that just fucking deep, <laughs> I, that for me. I could not forgive that that was just way too much so this one it does it but it is forgiving i would say
0: Okay, cool. Um, Obviously, we talked at length about it. Is this film entertaining? It's very entertaining. Very entertaining. entertaining. I agree with you. Absolutely. Now, the most important thing here is, do you endorse this film for the four people listening to the show?
1: I do recommend this film. It's like we keep saying. It's a new take on zombies. You you don't want the same zombie, right? no. kind of doing other movies and stuff like that you want a good zombie flick or whatever you know put on your go-to but you want something different you want to see something that's kind of not what you're used to when you see zombie
0: type things watch the crazies watch the like, crazies indeed a, a, i love this film 2010 i think it came out a remake of the 1973 film like you already said the Jeezy. your rating sir uh, what do you give this movie eight
1: out of ten
0: Eight out of ten. Wow, amazing! That's definitely one you don't um, want. To... The
1: reason why it jumps that high for me, yeah, is because, like I said, I am a sucker for zombie movies. Yeah, love them. So if there's a good one, it's it and, don't yeah. get no lower than eight. It can only what even above? Uh, really? Even if it's terrible? No, if no. it's ter- if it's far fetched in the sense, then, yeah, yeah, it's, it's kind of, but like if. If you're a zombie movie and you stick to your zombie script of things and like that, I feel like, okay, you make a zombie movie, don't make a movie where it's just people hiding most of the time and you see a zombie or everything. You gotta have them fight zombies. You gotta have people getting eaten. You gotta have splatter blood, all that shit, all up into a movie to... Just really, that's what it is. That's what it's about. People don't want to see people hiding from zombies the entire time. Yeah. I have a question. The zombie movie is Dawn of the Dead, the remake of 2004.
0: That's a great movie. actually. I love that one. I feel like that is one of the first movies, the first horror movie. Not the first one, but one of the first ones I really enjoyed in terms of horror. Like, I wasn't always, like, super into horror, but I think that's one of those because it was so good. Yeah, so there's, like, the sheltered in a
1: mall, but there's still plenty of, like, zombie footage of them running from zombies, fighting zombies, people yeah. uh, getting eaten, enough blood, enough effects, enough killing, enough fighting. And the the sequence of them actually hiding and talking, it all fits into one. And that was the perfect kind of zombie movie
0: for me. Yep. So. Yep. Agree. Agreed. Let me ask you one last question about this. In your scale, do you take points away or do you add points as you see things you like? Like, an example, does it start at a 10 and you're like, I'm docking a point? And, or it's like, oh, everything starts to zero and then you start adding points as you like stuff.
1: So I've come to learn that um, I, I gotta, like when it comes to zombie movies, yeah. I gotta start them off at one. I have to now, mm-hmm. before I have always jumped them up to 10 and if it seemed like you know, shit was getting out of hand then it would start being docked. But <clears throat> I have learned to start at one and the crazies is one of those where it's just like new take on zombies, the tone is set right. The, the scary is there, the, these people killing people are there, and this and that, so it starts climbing and stuff like that. I learned my lesson because as I've been a broken record on your show saying that I love zombie movies, <laughs> <laughs> one of my biggest franchises is uh, Resident Evil. Mm. They make so many movies to that. And the ones that they made with, uh, I forget her name. She's a a bit. There you go. Those were fine because, because they, they were, were kind, kind of set, aside from the games but there's been some people that directed like movies about that that were supposed to be like about the game the most recent one called welcome to raccoon city
2: i should have put that on my list but it's an honorable
1: mention but it is the biggest piece of shit really it's like and it's a zombie movie yeah it was terrible it was it was far fetched zombies and what they were just, just trying to make them way too much than what it actually was, but they didn't tell you that right off the bat. If you're a Resident Evil fan, you go into knowing what the zombies are, and they didn't make it like that. Are and, you? Oh, you
0: sound like you played the games
1: Yes, uh, very much. I've played the game so, <laughs> so, so many times. It goes without saying. Yeah, it goes without saying. That it's. It, and you know what? I think I was so hard on them just because of how much I really liked that franchise. Oh,
0: that's interesting because I don't touch upon the Fright Nights as Freddy stuff. I feel like people who are fans of that one are really defensive about me saying that I didn't like it or that it sucked. You're it hard sucked. on it because you're a fan. You know what? Uh, I mean, of the Resident Evil stuff. It's the opposite I, for you.
1: I'm a big fan of it, but they're, the movies that they're trying to make that are actually storyline game related? Yeah. Fuck Man, and the people who are defending Five Nights at Freddy's, why? What? About <laughs> it? it feels like
0: this is what they wanted. They wanted their property to be made into something, and they don't care that it's not good. Really, essentially.
1: The guy kept going back to the fucking place. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, what about this? Like, that's what the game is about. The guy does go back, but you're making a fucking movie, man. it's Like. Make it make sense why he keeps going back. Yeah, died last night. To these fucking animatronics. But I got a shift later to go back. It's gonna be fucking crazy. That movie sucks. <laughs> <right>? It's like, you know, This is me rare. All that's all we can do is give it props for the effects. It had good effects. The animatronics look. Agree, hundred percent. But man, whoever it is, is defending that get at me. I do not even know what you fucking saw in that movie. Steve GZ I, We
0: Are The Mets Podcast. If you're that listener, it's one of those four listeners in those 15 countries that watched and loved Five Nights at Freddy's and hated this review that I did about it, go talk to him about it. He's gonna... I think he's rougher on it than I was. I found some things I like too. I I, I like the you song.
1: Were, you were pretty good on it. Yeah. When I, was, episode, I just like, You this movie's a piece of shit. Let it have it. Just fucking get it.
0: <laughs> I was like, I also understand, like... People love what they love, right? I here mean, like, argue about, you know, whether or not you like zombies or you don't like zombies. Hey, you fucking like that movie? Great. I didn't think it was that great, you know? Like, it did not, I will say this, it did not appeal to me, and I feel like that's fine if you like your fucking Five Nights at Freddy's. That's cool, too.
1: I get that in a sense, but, like, at the same time, I'm just like, if you <laughs> like Five Nights at Freddy's, you gotta explain to me why
2: well you know it's pretty
1: you have to explain your opinion you guys why did you like this fucking piece of shit was it was it the not enough killing was it the fucking the braided pg version was it the fact that they sang songs like i don't know what else you thought of that movie to make it good and horror it was not a horror movie
2: like was said, it? The biggest
1: killing scene in there was some girl getting bit in half. But all these songs are shadow. Yeah, yeah. I, I, maybe it was like,
0: I'm. We're gonna be those people. Oh, you know, this movie sucks. No, but like I feel like maybe maybe it's PG thirteen because there's like a lot of little kids that played that game. Like I know my nephews played that game, you know, but they didn't like it either. Actually, I
1: mean, if that was the way the movie was supposed to be made, yeah the tone for that then let this be known that like your kids can see this shit they right. did not they did not advertise it that way so, so because there was talks was that there was going to be a rated r version too so i was like man they must cut a lot of shit out for this thing to be crazy i, I don't know this movie yeah. I, fucking, I, just, I could not say it, it was fucking bad That's and funny. like i said People, were like, well it broke records. It broke records because of the name. It broke records because of the branding. People watched
0: Five, it. We saw it.
1: Yeah, it's a very popular uh-huh. thing. Yeah. And that's the only reason why it made money is because of the name.
0: I have a very important question. I want to van in the completely off tangent here. And I told you I want to stick as close as I possibly can, but also leave some room for going on tangents. But do you like the Saw movies? Do you think they're like the greatest thing in the history of mankind?
1: I did. Oh. Just, well, that's it, been a great
0: it, show, Steve. Thank you so much yeah. for me.
1: <laughs> for me, they it got too much though.
0: Oh it did?
1: Yeah, it did. It just got, got to the, the point, point where it was me? like, when the fuck are we gonna <laughs> end? <laughs>
0: so, <laughs> never! The people keep yeah, watching them. I love
1: the first one. I love the second one. The third one I was like, okay, he's about to die. And then when they kept coming out, I was like What's going on. Yeah. So, I do like Saw to an extent, but when you start getting out of control with it, like the Fast and the Furious, I mean, you gotta stop at some point, you, know? <laughs> you gotta let your movie just die, the movie has to end at some point, you know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. So, I fell off the song, I haven't seen anything past the third one. Oh, I great. I think I dabbled a little bit to the fourth. Yeah. Um. There was another, I think I watched like the seventh one a little bit, but.
2: Too much, man. Like it. It the story one, two, and three was enough. After he died in the third one, I was like, "Cool, that's it."
1: Got it over. Yeah. Then five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. Like, and now they're rebooting it again what? by new one coming out. Saw X is supposed to be a none of them existed except for one so far. So it's oh, like,
0: oh boy, K X came out last year right, already.
1: Yeah. So it's supposed to be a alternate timeline so it's not following the script it goes part one part two x it's going like
0: that so it's, it's- in between yeah it's between one of them
1: it, you know you know what like
0: you're, you're, are you gonna watch it it's been a year probably no it came out on halloween or something fuck it i'm gonna spoil it for you it happens between one and two and he figures out or that there's some treatment happening in in, uh, in mexico and he goes down there but it's a scam it's not actually true the shit that that I hated about this movie is they make it seem by the way he's already killed people oh wait no he's not he hasn't killed anybody he has already placed people in situations where they either maim themselves or do something horrific to themselves or they die and they make it out to seem like he's like oh you know this guy's gonna get a cure he's like an okay guy he's only telling people that they need to do things to appreciate their life. And like painting him in this light and under this picture. And I I don't like that shit. Like the dude's a fucking crazy person putting people in traps and machines and shit.
1: Yeah. Yeah. There's no logic to somebody saying, you know what, I think this guy needs to be judged in a certain way. Let me put him through a thing of mechanics or something And like that's that.
0: exactly what it is. And somehow I'm like, I, how am I supposed to feel bad for this guy that has, you know, cancer? It's like, dude, people choose to live their lives the way they choose to live their lives, you know. Who the fuck are you to judge them, you know? That,
1: that, that's exactly his premise, too. And he, he basically plays ju- the judge. You know
0: yes, I mean? he's a total judge, jury, and executioner. Oh, my so, goodness.
1: What? yeah. Well, one two three. All right, you know what?
0: Let's not drag this out. I want to get some context, a little bit of context on and going back to the crazies because this is about the crazies anyway. But the virus that uh, that they actually all contract is this. Actually, this is what we like. We talked about this at length. You know, like it follows the real logic. It's and I'm gonna butcher this pronunciation. Rabdovirid prototype, and that refers to the typical or most representative virus of the rabdovirid family. And this timely, uh, this type of family viruses is known for containing the rabies, which is obviously something we've all heard about. Um, and it's often considered the prototype or a classic example of this group of viruses. So, long, long story short, without more context into this, it's based on some, uh, you know, virus that could actually happen, which is something I like this shit. This is this is what I like. You know, it's not some. Weird shit that doesn't exist all of a sudden it's killing people, yeah. you know. I like this, you know, and uh, that's what I really enjoyed about this film. Okay, so I want to ask you uh, about the illogical. We touched upon it before, but was there anything that stood out that's like way too illogical for you to forgive? You said the door earlier, anything else where well, the people are stuck in the fire and it's like that is just not.
2: That is just um, yeah. not I mean,
1: there, there are certain parts and stuff like that, like when, when the military shows up Yeah, and. uh the sheriff dude and he's like the wife's like kind of i don't know what is it what it's with people who when they see something they just stare yeah but they don't tell that like i'd shake him like what the fuck are you talking <laughs> what's going on with you? he says oh my god and he like looks and he's like what 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 and she's just like somebody's outside so he goes out there and he's looking
2: and it's like quiet he's looking through the barn but then all of a sudden he's snatched up by the military people all of a sudden there's a fucking school bus out there just like
1: what Seriously, right? <laughs> my, my son when he goes to school we live in like you know the city area and stuff like that you can <laughs> hear the bus coming from a fucking mile away <laughs> these are
0: the big old buses too they're not a the
1: little ones. yeah like nobody heard that fucking thing yeah. our army rvs pulling up and stuff like that they they must have been hybrids or something like that <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. And that's how they got him. And then, it, but it's like funny. As soon as they get snatched up and put in the buses, all of a sudden they're <laughs> making their bus noises, oh, going off, man. This is uh, the little things like that. That's just one of those scenes too. Just like the door scene, man. The just door like,
2: scene, yeah. I, the,
1: or hear a bus coming in your open country area. They live out in the cuts. They do. They live in a neighborhood. You know what I mean? you yeah. see sh- from People live in the cuts. They have a big roadway in the day, and you know somebody's coming from a mile away. For sure. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. that's yeah. one of
0: them. Anything else in terms of the illogical that uh, that you can think of, or you think those two? I mean, you don't have to. You know, I'm forcing. Give me more. I need more content.
1: I as we break down stuff like that, it'll start coming to me. I do remember watching this a lot I'm just gonna, like laughing and stuff like that. Keep cool. it in mind, though. Cool. I still enjoy this movie. You know, I know I mean one of the parts and just throw my hands up like what the fuck, but yeah, but it's for it's forgiving enough. They're at least trying to make a movie. They're not going outside its boundaries of like making it seem like they did have silencers on their buses and stuff. They gotta make a movie. I get it. Totally, up.
0: totally, and they did a good job. I mean, you giving an eight, yeah, you know, that's it, like forgivable it, I feel it, like you're it, very forgiving. Uh, uh, in terms of your ratings, and uh, you know how much willing, how much you're willing to forgive in movies, especially if it's a zombie movie. Yeah,
2: yeah.
0: Okay, so now we get to the point of the show where we will dramatize a scene. Now we've never done this before. Obviously, I come in here and I do script accurate dramatizations, word by word, exactly as it happened in the movie. We're gonna do that today. And there are three scenes here, and uh, we agreed upon who would be who earlier, just so we wouldn't be here. No, you you be the sheriff. No, you be the sheriff. We don't we don't need that shit. You're gonna be the sheriff, and uh, we're gonna do three scenes. All three of these scenes include the sheriff, Uh, and then there are other characters in these scenes. Now, in these scenes, one of them, the first one we'll do, happens. um, Well, it happens. It's probably the opening shot. I think it's the opening (laughs) shot of the movie. the second one happens somewhere in the middle and by the way this movie is 14 years old if you haven't seen this movie I'm sorry it's completely spoiled and by the way you should know that this is spoilerful territory by now Um, (laughs) the second scene we'll do takes place somewhere towards the middle of the movie where people are still trying to figure out what the hell's going on and that's what we'll play in that scene and the last one um, well you know it's it's near the end of the movie and uh, a hero rises you know like I'm on a Guys, you go on ahead. I can't do this anymore. Thank you. That kind of shit. So that, that's be uh, the last scene. So let's do the first scene. And uh, I'll set this up for you, Steve. And uh, you'll be the sheriff. And I'll be a character by the name of Rory. And was it Rory's family who got tied up in the in the, in the fire? It was Rory's family, right?
1: No. Oh, no. Rory had a... Remember his family caught the virus later in the movie.
0: Ah, that's right, that's right, that's right. It's, it's not roaring. <laughs> nobody didn't watch the movie. Yeah. When he gets
1: gunned down yeah. And the family is like mad at the cop.
0: That's right, that's right. They they, uh, they hunt like, him down.
1: Has nobody told this family that his fucking father went out there with a shotgun at a baseball <laughs> game? Nobody's telling them that. They <laughs> think he just gunned him down They were, they were there! Yeah, she says something about it, like, so you just get your medal for
0: killing the town drunk or something like that. Yeah. Oh, it's just Rory again with the. Shot? Is this is Rory with the shotgun again.
1: Well, he his family that he showed up to this ball game with a fucking shotgun. And by the way,
0: by the way, like imagine it, that anyway I'll see yeah. you walking. I want to see you walk into. Well, what the hell is your baseball stadium called now? It's not called Pack Bell Park, now What, what the 18 T Park? Maybe I don't know.
1: Uh, for the Giants, I believe it's 18. I'm not a big
0: baseball fan. Uh, the the Raiders—they're not even. <laughs> Sorry, mm-hmm. you're wearing a Raiders hat, ah, huh, but they are playing Vegas up, now.
1: Look, look, look. <laughs> but imagine
0: you walk into the old Coliseum and uh, with a shotgun, it's like, yeah, right. You walking yeah. in there with anything, and it's like,
1: Rory. I don't even think anybody's gonna talk to you the way the sheriff, sheriff
0: talks. Get brought down, Wick. Rory. So. The sheriff's like, Rory, come on. Well, anyway, what's fun of the scenes we're gonna play out. <laughs> All right, so let me set the scene up. The sheriff, uh, scene number one, the sheriff arrives at a baseball game from finishing his shift or whatever the hell he was doing before this. And the pitchers are pitching and the batters are batting as they tend to do in baseball. You say you're not a baseball fan, but that's what happens at baseball game. From center field, a person who turns out to be Rory King, shotgun starts walking onto the field. The sheriff and Rory chat and the sheriff says...
1: Oh, great. Here comes Rory again. Like, ah! He doesn't have his... Rory, that's... Let me tell you it. something, Sheriff. That's not your baseball bat. Go back home, Rory.
0: Oh, this hit me my baseball bat, all right. I do hear about hit some home runs on your ass.
1: Rory, if that's your baseball,
0: it's not even how you're supposed to be holding. <laughs> yeah. What? Well, I got the wrong arrow looking at it? Oh, oh. <sighs> beautiful wow you say you've never done improv before oh my goodness you just set me right off that well, was a home that's
1: run exactly what i thought though when that scene came and just like i he was known as the town drunk so i was just like oh great here he comes out here you think he's bringing his baseball bat the uh, rory go back home
0: i love it i love it all right well that was good that was really good congratulations you got the job no all right, scene number two, later in this story, while well, uh, the sheriff, his wife, and other people are hiding from soldiers who are taking people to quarantine zones, they capture one of these shoulders, uh, shoulders, <laughs> they capture one of these soldiers and the sheriff says, and I'm the, sh- and I'm the soldier that's captured.
1: If you don't let us fucking go right now, I'm gonna fucking shoot on you, we're infected right now. Ha. Huh?
0: What? Uh, Who are you? Huh? Uh, I'm going to breathe. I can't breathe. Stop.
1: You go out uh, there, right, right in, and you tell your, to your fucking friends, friends that there's, there's nobody, nobody over
0: here right now, take your stupid little fucking mask and go. Oh, okay, look, listen, you let me go and, uh, you know, I'll just pretend like I was being choked by the cows, all right? Just just let me go, and, well, I'll just say it was a cow or something. I was I, I was gonna milk a cow, and then, you know, its otter got caught around my neck. I swear I I won't say it was you. I swear. Say,
1: you
0: go out there, you say one fucking thing about us being over here, I'm shooting your fucking dick. Ah, listen, i uh, let's not let's not go into some crazy hasty conditions i need my dick so <laughs> i will just say listen do you want me to say it was the uh, the cow's otter uh, or maybe it was a chicken that wrapped itself around my head i was trying to steal one of its eggs i listen i will not say who are you I, i'm i'm just talking to the chicken
1: all
2: right good job
1: Another scene I feel <laughs> like I, I felt like I was watching that. I was just, and
0: that's exactly how it happened in the movie, by the way. Yeah. They, they, they threatened that.
1: He uh, tells more intensely, like, you know, my wife's pregnant, this and that, blah, blah, blah. You fucking say anything, dude. We're watching you. We'll, we'll take you out. Right yeah. They take us out, so.
0: Absolutely. Okay, last scene here. It's nighttime and Russell, who happens to be a deputy, by the way, Danny and Judy reach an army checkpoint Russell knows he's sick and he gives himself up and sacrifices himself so that Judy and Danny, Danny's being the sheriff, can escape. Russell approaches the members of the army. You're the members of the army, by the way. Sorry, I said you were the sheriff. You're the members of the army. He doesn't know what to say, what's happening, but he, you know, he, he, he reaches the, the checkpoint and, he, uh, and the army tells him.
1: You need to stop running at us, flare, flaring your arms out, sir. You need to stop right
0: now. Ah! What are we gonna do about it? Huh? <laughs> you ain't gonna shoot me, are you? Hey, look at this. Huh?
2: Oh, it's Halloween. You're not taking us all down. We got
1: guns. This is what's gonna happen.
0: Ah! What are we gonna do? You're just gonna shoot me with one of those tranquilizer darts? I'm fine. Look at me over here. Hey, don't look over there.
1: Over here! You know, sir, if you come, there's a quarantine going on right now. If you come to us right now, we're going gonna need you down. What? I can't hear you
0: from all the way over there. You said something. Keep leaning my arms around.
1: Look We're at me. Look
2: at me over here. <laughs> over here. <laughs> over here. No! Oh,
1: fuck.
0: And that's the end. Hey, he did his job. He did his job. It distracted the army with the flailing arms.
1: scene, man. Like that's what uh, another scene that blew my mind is. That's, that's the, the way, way he approaches, approaches the soldiers. That is, that's exactly them. what he did.
0: By the way, again, script accurate dramatization of the movie. This is exactly how it happened in the movie. You know, he had the, uh, the rabbit divine virus already, so he didn't know. He didn't have complete control of his arms at that point. Don't yeah, ask yeah. me. I didn't write the movie. I also don't tell people how to act. <laughs> okay, Steve. GZ. Your interpretation of the ending, because I feel like we have an, an ending that could be interpreted in many different ways. But how do you interpret the ending?
1: I took it is, they, you know, they finally get out, they drop the nuke on the place, they cleanse it, and they're walking. And it ends with that overhead drone shot. Yeah. As you go to another town, and the corner says, initiate containment protocol. So my take on that is, what I'm getting from it is... Are they walking into another town that already has the infection that's about to be contained again? So they're basically walking into the next fucking mess? That's, that's what I got from it. Because I don't... Like, I, I, I uh, haven't seen this movie in a while, so when we talked about you know reviewing stuff and me watching it over again and that scene came, I didn't remember the ending happening like that.
2: But that's what I'm taking from it, is that they are
1: walking... They've made it to another town that is about to be quarantine like their town was i don't know if you got the same gist
0: of it from that i feel like that you know the the plot was i think it was an airborne virus right it wasn't like in the water i think they kept thinking it was in the water supply but it was airborne right
1: mm-hmm. did, did yeah, i get that right so they, I think they were blaming water just for that plane crashing and stuff like yeah that. At
0: that point, like, there was nothing they could do. Like, it spread too quickly. It was airborne. It wasn't the only airplane. And I, again, it was a biological weapon. And I I actually think it was planned. I didn't think that it was, like, an accident. I think it was, like, they were testing it on a small town where, like, nobody would would care what happened. And they'll just blame it on some bullshit disaster. (laughs) Actually, wasn't the news saying, uh, do you remember there was a news clip? Yeah, so that was like a
1: post post credit uh, scene, but for me, it it was a news clip. But there's no sound; you just see like an anger man talking. Yeah, and at the bottom, it talks about an explosion that happened.
0: Exactly, happened. they're just covering up what happened, not right? Not
1: infected related, nothing quarantine related. Just an explosion happened, right. and obviously, you know, cover up. There. Right. Right. Say infection is spreading, spread worldwide panic. So that's basically what I got from the ending there's an it's the virus is airborne they made it to the next city they're walking
0: right into the next one so let's go with that that sounds good enough to me and unfortunately for them they're just walking into another nuke zone so oh, oh by the way actually before we end this tonight, the way they survive in that truck i mean i know those oh, trucks are yeah. like come
2: on
0: Right on, Dude, this is just ridiculous if you have not seen the crazies please go watch that you're rating again because we give this rating twice around here what do you give us
1: eight out of ten still with an eight out of ten my god like said, it's got it's that bullshit kind of scenes and stuff like far-fetched things but it's forgiving enough to not really take away from the actual tone of the story that's trying to tell so
2: Good
0: new take on zombies, 8 out of 10 for me. 8 out of 10 from We Are The Meth Podcast. We Are The Meth Podcast. Oh my goodness, they're going to go to We Are The Meth Meth Podcast. M-E-T-H. We Are The (laughs) Meth. Steve, thank you so much for being here. Tell us again about your podcast. Where can we find it? How can we reach out to you if we want to be a guest? So yeah, jump on in, guys.
1: The podcast podcast that me and my co-host, Big JR, we got going Uh, on. Uh, We Are The Meth Podcast. You can can find find us us on Instagram. Instagram. The links to all the socials are there. And what I just talked about with Rick, where we kind of break down and review bullshit and stuff like that. We do that the same, not just horror movies, but everything, whatever's going on in the news. We do talk movies, though, too. You know what I mean? We'll bring up. We talk a lot about the Marvel movies, DC movies, video games, trendy news stories. Uh, Like We just talked about the Epstein list coming out and talking about who we thought made it, making our bets on who we thought was in there. We talk sports. We talk it all. I feel like there's really nothing left that we don't talk about besides the most serious things going on in the world where, like I said, at the end of the day, we're, we're just trying to make light and make people laugh with the news. And me and Junior's opinions on things are so opposite that it, it, it'll have you all guess into, you know, it's going to
0: The dynamic works.
1: Podcast, Instagram follows, man.
0: Yeah. When do you release episodes?
1: So it's football season. So, we watch football and stuff on the weekends, we record, we try to record on Wednesdays, but episodes are up Thursday morning. Um, and then once football's over, we will be switching back to recording Sundays and episodes coming up Mondays. Um, but as of now, Thursdays, Thursday weekly episodes, depending on the month, too. You know, we have specials sometimes so if it's a holiday, of some mm. sort coming up, a holiday yeah, special. Christmas special. Yep. Related to the holiday, we did a Christmas, we did a Halloween, mm-hmm. we did a few Year's, um, yeah, and so that's uh, so those, those would be basically
2: be like bonus episodes too. So, all right, this, so you guys are lucky.
0: <laughs> well, thank you so much. Well, thank you for blessing us with your presence, and thank you for the movie recommendation. Uh, it's been fun. Uh, any last words?
1: Um, not no, Rick, I had a good time. time. This was uh, for me, breaking down like a certain specific movie and stuff, this this was my go-to thing. Um very much enjoyed doing this um uh, show, man. Very sad I didn't get to meet Billy, but uh Oh
0: really- yeah, you know, he he's a little camera shy and uh unfortunately how's he right now you know, he told me he was gonna shut his servers off while you were on, so uh he- he just gets out later sometimes, you know. He's like a relatively new AI. He just became conscious not too long ago, and he's still trying to figure out his human emotions. He's been gaining a lot of human emotions as the show has gone on. He's learned a lot from me, to be honest with you. I don't know what he would be without me. Um, but uh, yeah, but uh, maybe maybe next time. Yeah, next time. All right. Well, that's gonna be it for this episode of Rick's horror movie
2: review show. Rick's rated
0: our horror movie review show where we review. All things related to horror And we'll catch you again next time And please don't forget All four of you in those 15 countries To go listen to We Are The Mess Not We Are The Meth We Are The Mass" podcast Anywhere that you can find podcasts Like, you know, podcast.com I'm sure that exists But anyway, thank you so much for listening to this one And we'll catch you again next time On another exciting episode Of Rick's Horror Movie Review Show
1: Adios, people. Oh,
0: I like to let it play to the end because I like this song. <laughs> Should I stop now? I can't. I can't.
1: Oh, yeah. I usually have more yeah. things
0: to say, but I kind of ended it early. You know? yeah, whatever.
1: Is that <laughs> your... uh?